Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Arena Vincent, back up in here, exploring life like always. How's everybody doing out there? Another podcast session, another segment to add, or no, this actually be a beginning of a new a new episode, so stay tuned for this whenever I uh, put it out there, publish it, whatever words you want to use. On my way to work once again, so journey with me as we are driving home right now, I mean driving to work. Um, hopefully you don't hear that much noises, you probably hear the engine noise, the AC is on, so that's what you hear in the background, and I do apologize to everybody out there, you know, I know I've, I've been a new to the podcast game, I'm not new to recording or broadcasting in general, I do do YouTube channels and all that, but I completely understand, um, sometimes when I have the microphone and, and uh, I have the earpiece microphone, and I hear the microphone kind of brush up against my facial hair or brush up against my face, and it makes that sound, you know, so, you know, I'm getting better at these recording things, y'all. I'm getting better at this recording thing, so I do apologize. I know some people who listen to podcasts or anything like that, they don't like those background music, that background sound or that or boom, bumps and stuff. So, you know, I know it's there, but if you want to criticize me, go ahead. It's all good. You know, to me, I take it as constructive criticism. Because it is what it is, you know, you got to improve on the product you're giving to people. And But like I said, man, random thoughts will prevail in these podcast episodes, unless I'm talking about episode two was this straight um, National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoff round one predictions and picks. So that was just a certain subject. Sports was the main subject of that, that, that episode, and uh, I think it was a good episode. Um, episode three will be published soon. It's everything's all cut up with that. So hopefully you listen to this. Uh, hopefully you listen to that while, and now you're listening to this next episode that we're recording as we speak. But anyway, enough with the background. Let's go ahead and get into today's subject or whatever came to mind for me is how do you know, I mean, what do you do with your spare time? Um, I'm not saying time made out for your hobbies or time made out for family or time for I'm talking about the random spare time you have in between like going to work that hour before work time that that um, 12, 30 minutes before doing anything you know do you sit down and read a book or the, the hour before clocking out if it's a slow day at work you know what, what do you do with the free time? That you, your spare time that you generate or that you get at random times in your everyday life or work life or whatever comes to mind. Like, say you're watching kids and the kids take a nap. Um, and I understand some people say, well, I'm watching my kids, kids take a nap. That's this is time for me to get shit done, more stuff done, you know, nothing for myself. But that's what I'm talking about. What do you do for yourself? Like a stress relief, you know, maybe play, play a video game. But, you know, when we play video games, um, it's way harder just to play for 20 minutes, you know, unless, unless you're disciplined, there's people out there very disciplined about their time management. So they'll jump on and say, I'm only going to play three matches or I'm going to play up to 20 minutes. As soon as that 20 minute timer it ends and they might be in the middle of a match, some will turn off, turn it off. Some will play until that match ends. And those are the two, two people that, you know, that are out there. Other people will just, and then there's people that as soon as the 20 minute timer ends, they'll still want to play more. 
you know. So you know, but what, that's what that's all I'm saying. Like, ask yourself, what 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 do I do with the spare time I get? Sometimes, do we use the spare time wisely? Do we use? But what is using spare time wisely? What is that? I think you know. Of course, if you have spare time and you just sit in a chair and stare off into space, did you use that spare time wisely? Some people would say no, unless you're in deep thought, unless you have like you're thinking about something or or reminiscing about something. You know, then. Um, you use that spare time wisely. You know, some of these questions that I, I, I do come up, you know, uh, here comes another uh, backstage of the podcast. Some of these questions that come up in my head, I don't write them down. I just keep them. And this one came to my head right before me leaving work. It was about 8. I'm going to be, because I have to leave work at around 9, 9, 9 p.m., 9.15 to order to get, 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 to get on time to my other job, you know. So I had to leave uh, about like an hour before clocking into my other job. So then I told myself it's about 8:45. I wanted to watch some um, a, a TV show. I wanted to watch some, but I was like, "What? Why am I gonna put the TV show on for 15 minutes? You know, why am I gonna tease myself like that? You know?" But I was like, "What a waste!" So then I end up, you know, of course, I'm on my phone looking at Instagram, scrolling, scrolling, not doing anything productive, you know, really. And that was that. Then it was time to get changed, and I got changed, and I bounced out, you know? Um, but that's that's where this question came. It, it popped in my head. It's like, what do people do with this random spare time that you get, you know, if you get any, you know? And then other people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, this this question is, you know, some people won't, won't like this question, but it's just there just to get the, the, the uh, thinking cap on or get the, just to talk about stuff. And I was like, man, you talk about some dumb shit, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if we talk about dumb stuff, that's the whole point. It's the, it's just to get you thinking about things that maybe you we always pass up. There's so much things on this on this light on, on this earth or in our everyday life occurrences that we pass by. You know, on our way to work, you don't look, you, you don't go down that one street because there's no reason to go down that one street. You don't look, you know, past this or past that. You know, there's just so many things that we uh overlook i think sometimes and it's common we all do that or we get stuck on this routine and there's nothing wrong with that the routine is the routine and, and and all that so that's why i brought up what do what does one do with the spare time they get like the random spare time that you get do you do random things with you read a book you look up something on the internet but we can always do that see that's the thing with the phones is we always have access to the internet for the most part so on that spare time the spare 20 minutes do you just sit down and waste time on your phone? Do you uh, sit down and play video games on your phone or play mobile games on your phone? Do you take the time to turn the TV on and, and flip through channels and, and waste that time? Um, and so I know it's a weak subject to talk about because it's like, what the hell is spare time, man? Spare time is like, you know, like, you know, when some people say, oh, I got a hobby, I just do it on my spare time. But in a way, I think what I'm asking is, What's the definition of spare time? You know, because to me, if you have a hobby and you like to do that hobby, why wouldn't you kind of plan? Like you put that time in your in your head, like like you know, uh, for instance, going down the sports arena of life, uh, like fantasy baseball, football, basketball, or you know, more fantasy football, you know, or because that's done every week, you know, uh, like. If that is a hobby and you're doing it, wouldn't that not be spare time because you're actually planning to do it? 
you know, you're actually putting, oh, Saturday or Saturday night, 8 p.m., I got to put in my uh, fantasy football starters or, you know, Sunday morning, you know, 10 a.m. before, you know, over here in the West, you know, 9.30 a.m. before games kick off, I got to start putting in my fantasy lineup, you know? So, like, that's what I mean by spare time. What is spare time? And I think to me, my definition of spare time um, is kind of both. Like I say, hmm, what do I do with my spare time today? And then I, there's, there's, believe me, man, there's days where I'm not productive. I get frustrated with myself. But remember, when you're sitting down watching TV, watching a movie, or, or consuming, you know, uh, YouTube, consuming a, a podcast, and you're just sitting there not doing anything out, technically you're enjoying your time because watching you know watching that that tv show or watching a netflix movie or watching a movie or listening to that podcast is bringing you in a way of pleasure or you know not pleasure but you know yeah pleasure or you're satisfied with it so technically when we look back and say oh man i just wasted my whole day watching netflix did you really i mean technically yeah you weren't productive like you weren't moving around doing other things while the movie was playing you were just sitting there consuming and taking the, the, the entertainment, you know, you're entertained, you're entertained, so in a way, you didn't waste, you, in a way, you feel like you wasted time, because you didn't get nothing accomplished in your life, but to entertain your brain, bring a smile to your face, or make you think about things, or, or, you know, if, if a show is good, or a movie is good, it'll get you worked up, or make you say, oh, I don't like this character, or I don't like this guy, or man, this is getting, this is getting good, you know, so that's why, you know, don't feel bad out there. And I'm just saying this, oh, because I got a podcast, so I want you to listen to it. <laughs> no, nah, man, because I, when I did YouTube videos, I understand YouTube videos are more visual and it, and it was more, you know, cool. And like I said, I did it on my spare time, you know. But I get that. That spare time, uh, we're going back to the whole subject of this this uh, segment, is what what is spare time, you know. And what do you do with the spare time that you get? And... um and I did it, you know, and then that's the whole thing. If you want to be making it on YouTube, unless you got shock value videos, like videos that are crazy or like, whoa, what the fuck happened there or are very, very interesting, uh, you're good. You don't have to be as consistent. But if you want viewers, you got to build that viewership. And what a lot of people will do, unless you're showing cool stuff that people, not ordinary people want to get or it's not, you know, popular or something popular to the general public you're gonna get that niche and that's gonna be yours you know or some people like me when i do my channel i done all over the place so i know i alienate the sports people when i don't talk about sports i alienate the unboxing people when i talk about sports or you know what i mean that's that's the way it goes sometimes you're gonna do that you're gonna people are gonna feel like oh, i don't want to watch this you know oh, this is boring this is not this is not sports cards or this is not a sports talk or this is not a you know, there's nothing to me, you know, so that's, that's, that's always going to happen, and you got to realize that, and, uh, you know, like I said, I do it on my spare time, and we use that term loosely, but that's what I wanted to know, you know, again, and, and then also my podcast, guys, if you don't know, I do repeat myself a lot, I'll probably say, like, what do you do for your spare time, repeat the question over and over, and if I do it overkill, I do apologize, I'm trying to learn how to do it where it's not overkill, but also to reinstate the podcast. But because I, I'm acting like this is a live radio and a random listener is tuning in and they don't know what they're talking about. It's not live radio. I know that. Um, 
But the funny thing is, when you listen to live radio that has been podcasted, like the episodes are saved so you can go back and listen to them, you kind of get used to that, them repeating the question or repeating the topic a lot, you know. So that's where I kind of get that from. So I do apologize just because, oh, you know, when you listen to stuff, you try to mimic it or take certain things away from it because it sounds good, you know. So, uh, but, but yeah, that's, you know, that's the whole definition of spare time. And don't feel bad if, if you don't do anything with it. The extra 20 minutes you get, the extra 10 minutes, you go, 10 minutes, what the hell am I going to do with 10 minutes? You know, take it down, take a shit, you know, <laughs> you know? And, and so I think that's what happens to us. We look at the spare time we get and we look at that time as uh, like wasted time. Like, you know, say you're, um, you're on your way to go pick up your, you know, your pick up your kids or pick up your your a sibling or pick up your significant other, whatever it'll be. And so you're in the parking lot. Now you're in the parking lot waiting for who you need to pick up. And they say, oh, it's going to be an hour. And now you're stuck there for an hour. That is basically spare time to do what with. I'm in my car. What am I going to do with this spare time that I just gained? Like I said, Danny goes to the phone. Do I look at my phone? Waste time using looking at my phone the whole time. Play a mobile game. Uh, you know, check on emails, you know, or, you know, or not be productive at all and just listen to a podcast. If not, uh, watch watch videos, you know. So it's kind of like, and I understand, the spare time moments happen anytime, anywhere. Like I say, I, I just go because I work a lot. And so I just look at what do you do with the spare time you gain at work sometimes? Because I know not every job is different. Like if you're on assembly line, you're packing packages or you're doing something that doesn't have a lot of downtime you can't relate you're like what the fuck you mean spare time i work i want to get a break lunch break and that's it you know or and in between if i'm taking a shit <laughs> you know and i get that and i get that but I, there's other jobs out there where you get your detail done you do it you do what you're supposed to be told check in maybe if not you you know put your equipment away and or put everything you need away and then boom now you got all this free time in between breaks or in between clocking out and then in life, too, like I said, we go back to what do you do with your spare time? You know, the spare time that you gain. And what do you consider spare time? Do you consider hobbies spare time? Because I always say if you have, uh, you're dedicating time to something, that's not really spare time. That's uh, dedicated time, a session to that, you know. And it's kind of just confusing if you want to be a literal person or, or be all in the technicalities of it all. Then it's like, yeah, you really, man, you're just stretching this out, aren't you? And so I get that a lot of people get turned off by that, and they be like, "It's kind of annoying." But that's what that's what crossed my mind, guys. In this segment today is, you know, what what do we do with the spare time that we gain? And and uh, um, and I gotta re-emphasize re- that sometimes I don't do anything with it. You know, I get it, and I know I got like uh, 30 minutes before I have to clock out, and I'm like, "Yay, whoopee, 20, 30 minutes to look at my phone." And then sometimes I feel bad. You know, I feel bad because I was like, "Damn, I just wasted 30 minutes." Of, of just looking at my phone and didn't do any productive night. I didn't even post anything. I didn't even, you know, uh, check my emails, man. How many guys email, you know, that's another t- another subject, man, your email box. I got about 64,000 emails in my email box, man. And I know a lot of it's all irrelevant or a lot of it was past information. I always check my email. Usually I check it every other day just to make sure nothing current is there or, is, or like communications either dealing with work or something that's really important but a lot of my emails are just sports related or you know like you know when you sign up for emails from like stores you purchase from and stuff like that 
And, um, you know, of course, I'm always on my email if I know I have, like, a job interview or something related to job to work. I always make sure, hey, I got to make sure, you know, I got to check my emails every day just in case something comes up. But, um, yeah, or sometimes I'll do that. I'll try to clear my box, you know. And it's just funny, man. I got 64,000 emails. I got emails dating back all the way to 2018 or 2019, I think. That's when the whole not checking the email really kind of compounded on me. So, um, but stuff like that, and also, what makes it spare time in general anyway? Like I said, you know, if you got the spare time to do things, and it turns into a hobby, then that's your hobby, right? (laughs) But watching TV is not a hobby. I know that. I know that for sure. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, it is. It's a hobby because you're... Especially if you if you know all the trivia to like every show you watch and and it sticks in your head and you know I I get that you know like for instance take these people who um who uh, watch TV who are like uh, TV uh, series like specialists that are like fanatics of a TV series they've watched everyone they've learned everything about it. And, 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 but then like other factors come into that, you know, other factors come into that and like, you know, like, oh, this guy knows that that's real merchant. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? TV is not a hobby, guys. It's not watching TV, watching. That's more of entertainment. Like you're entertaining yourself and all that. That's the way. I mean, you can also watch documentaries and educate yourself or you can watch like history channel stuff that like, you know, talking about history and actual facts. Or, you know, like documentaries and history type things. So I, I can get that. You're educating yourself. We always watch educational videos when we were in school, you know, and like that. And I get it, you know. So I always get that. Uh, but being a hobby, not really. Not really. But I get why a lot of newer generations get that stuck in their head that it is a hobby. <laughs> because a lot of people don't know what hobbies are anymore. But again, that's why I say that what is spare time to you and what do you do on it? You know, like for me, I'll be honest with you, when I have spare time, like between clocking out or like, you know, after I'm done eating lunch, I still on lunch and I still got like, you know, maybe about 10 minutes of, of spare lunch time. So I'll read my book, man. I'll try to grab a book that I'm reading and I'll read it because to me, reading books for me has become, you know, cool. I, I not cool, cool, but like. I like doing it, and, you know, there's so many, many millions, probably billions upon trillions of books out there to read, you know, especially in the English language, you know, if you speak more languages, damn, you probably get, you probably have trillions more to read, you know, or billions more books to read out there about subjects and stuff in both languages, you know, or whatever language you speak. So that's what I do on my spare time sometimes when I'm at work. I'll grab my book and read, you know, of course, when everything's okay, you know, I got to check if, if they need me to do other stuff or, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. See, I think when people feel bad, like, oh, uh, I can't, I got an hour to spare. I got an hour to spare at work. I didn't do anything, you know, it's okay. You know, put all your equipment, make sure everything's good for the next day or do what you got to do. And, and that's that. Cause there's some jobs where you can't keep doing, keep going and going and going. You can't, you just can't. There's jobs that are like that. And I think people need to realize that there's jobs out there that you just can't keep going and going. Your details done, your duties done, it's fair for you, and and you do it. But um, yeah, but that, that's what we're talking about—the spare time thing. 
It is. It has crossed my mind. I always wondering what people do on their spare time. And like I said, it could be doing hobby stuff. I just feel like sometimes the spare time that I'm talking about is those random times that you get. Those random clarity, times of clarity that you get sometimes of like, oh, it's I got 30 minutes to kill before I go to work. Some people eat food or some people drink, or like, you know, drink, get a drink or or look something up real quick, you know. Um, or it's like this when you're a kid, right? And your parents said, oh, get ready. We're going to uh, your aunt's house for a special occasion, like, you know, family get together, whatever celebration. So you all get ready, right? As a kid, you usually parents get the kids ready first or, you know, or the parent, you know, just to make sure the kids already ready so they can just jump, go out. And, um, you know, like the, the spare, those random spare times where you know you can't sit down and play a long session of video games, when you know you can't watch a movie, sometimes you just turn on the TV and some random TV show comes on and you're watching that because it's like, yeah, this is cool, you know? And that, that's what I'm talking about, like those random spare time moments that we get. And sometimes you can't really plan for them. I mean, you can know that the spare time is there, and like, oh yeah, I got spare time. Let's let's um, let's do that. Let's let's uh, I already know I'm gonna have spare time at work today because it's easy work day. So I'm gonna bring my book with me to read it. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think books are cool. Like I said, I go back to it. Books are cool. Do what you gotta do. Read. I know. I know some books might offend people. And stuff like that by the name, the titles, or the subject matter. But you know that that's this knowledge that's out there, and um, and all that. So, but yeah, that, that's that's what the signal was was about today. Was uh, what, what what I was thinking about on my way to work too. Is what do we do with the spare time that we get? And you know, out there, more listening. If you're listening to this, have you ever thought about it? <laughs> the spare time, like, oh man, I got 15 minutes or 35 minutes to kill or 40 minutes to kill. What do I do? You know. And, you know, for me, I do have hobbies. I do. I, I love, I collect uh, baseball cards. I love uh, sports cards in general. But I find myself not really uh, engaging in it because I got other things to do. Or, like I said, I think, you know, the TV and, and Hulu, Netflix, I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming them. For me, as a, as a kid that grew up in the 90s and in the uh, early, th- I mean, uh, you know, as a kid, I was in the 90s, you know, and then as a adolescent, like, you know, I was like a preteen, a teenager, it was the early 2000s. So, like, having, I remember when cable, have, having, like, cable TV was, like, crazy, like, cool. And, like, I remember, like, people having, like, random weird channels on cable, like, like channels from other countries and channels from other regions, like, with their big-ass satellite dish or something. I thought that was crazy and amazing. So as me as a kid, and I see people having like, like you know, like now you can get a fire stick and jailbreak it or whatever, and you can watch like shows from like you know, like if you get certain apps on there, you can watch movies, you can watch shows, you can watch shows from the fucking 90s, the 60s, the 70s. You can watch old shows. Every episode's there to watch. Like, and then also, there's things that have, like, random weird channels you get. Like, you can watch a channel that has, like, independent horror movies, you know? Like, like, like just stuff like that. that. That shit amazes me. And I know it's just technology, and it's probably anything that's uploaded to a network. They basically grab it, and then it's there to share. And that, that to me, that's, that's incredible, man. That is crazy stuff. 
me. That's why I said, I would tell myself, man, if you're, if you're being to be a criminal, you might should have been a hacker, man. Or if you're into, you know, that type of lifestyle, I would tell people, hey, if you're a hacker and you're decent at it, man, you can have a whole lot of fun. You understand technology, especially if you're not trying to do nothing illegal. You're not trying to, like, hack into the government or do weird shit like that. You just, for fun, man, to, to do all that, to get access to shit that people have to pay for because they don't have the, 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 the time or the knowledge or the know-how to get it for free. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, that's entertainment, man. You can watch, like, there's apps out there. You can watch live sports on that shit. Live sports, you know, about signing up or putting in your credit card. It's amazing out there. You know, to me, that's amazing. And some people say, oh, I don't like that. You're taking money from people. i like, come on, guys. Some of these places are making way more money than they don't know, than they know what to do with. But I understand, hey, you know. But that's just always going to be like that. There's always going to be people taking advantage of stuff all the time, you know, vice versa, you know. So, but, you know, it, it's still crazy. And, um, but, yeah, but, but I know, like I said, watching TV is not a hobby. And, and but, you know, I do it on my spare time too, man. I, I'll, I'll jump on and, uh, and I'll watch TV and, and, and enjoy it. And I think it's entertaining, you know. I think what we get mad, like, as a kid, I remember parents saying, oh, get off the TV, you don't want to be a couch potato. And I get that, that's true, or a TV head, uh, you know, just stuck at home, not going outside and watching TV, and, you know, it happens, it happens, but, um, yeah, that was a quick one, not a quick one, but, you know, a quick segment about what you do on your spare time, there's something that had on my mind, and, you know, I just wanted to spit it out, man, get it out there, and I almost went into the hobby mode, see, that's why I was like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying, guys, I'm trying, for real, I'm trying to stick to the segments or to the subjects, subject matter, but like I said, Random thoughts are going to prevail. And it cracks me up when I say random thoughts, though, too. Like, you know, <laughs> especially, you know, oh, you're a thought, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. This finds me funny. But I like saying random thoughts because that's what will happen in this podcast. Every episode you listen to, sometimes I'll ramble on. And that's what I put in the description of the show. I'll put ranting and raving about stuff because that's what we're going to do here, man. And, you know, of course, uh, interviews maybe soon. Um, um, but you know, I, I got to put myself out there and actually want to interview people. And, uh, uh, I do want to interview people, but, uh, the thing is just the questions I should ask them. I mean, I have to write them down. You know, that's the problem. Procrastination is my middle name. I procrastinate like a motherfucker and I, or I, or I, or I throw excuses in the why not to do it. Oh, there's too many people around older. Oh, I don't want to do it right now. Cause I can't do it in peace. I can't do it my way. It's too noisy. All this bullshit, and then at the end of the day, we don't do it, and that's what happens in life. We put all these excuses in our heads or all these roadblocks, these made-up roadblocks that are out there. Unless it's actually a fucking roadblock or a barrier that's not allowing you to do it, then then I get it. But if you're just putting all these imaginary shits out there, you know, and just to stop yourself from doing anything, maybe you got to ask yourself, do you even really want to do that anymore? Or do you is that just an idea in your head that you think about just to waste time? You know? <laughs> Yeah, man, so that's that's a spare time. And then that's what also you can do on your spare time. It's just to think, to sit down and think about things. Like, you're already ready to go to work, dressed up, you know, dressing in uniform, whatever the fuck you wear to work for all the nine-to-five office people out there with your desks and your coffee mugs and shit. <laughs> and you just want to, you're just thinking, like, you're sitting down, you're sitting on the chair, maybe staring at the door, and going, huh, what, what? What the hell am I doing? 
you know, or like, you know, like, what do I really want to do in my life? If you're maybe not at the job, that dream job you're at, you're not, you're not, haven't reached that dream job, dream job status, you probably ask yourself, hmm, what am I doing here? Like, why am I here? Remember this, though. Remember this. I know this is getting like, it's just like a therapy session, bro. <laughs> no, I just, I just, it just came, it just came to my head and said, remember, do your job to maintain what you have. And what I mean by that is do your job to maintain the money flow that you're doing. Uh, if your job has insurance, is to keep that insurance. If you have medical issues or anything like that. Um, if you're taking care of kids, people, relatives, or anything like that. Even if you're renting a house, technically, or renting a room for someone. Technically, that money that you get to pay your rent is helping that person take care of something. You know, unless they're filthy rich, i.e. like somebody who's really, really rich. And the money that they get from rent just goes into a savings account or, you know, a spending account. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. But then it's like, oh, not everything affects it. In a way, it does. You know, in a way, if you're not be, if you're not there one day, some that might affect somebody's, you know, some the way it is. So even if you're not in a uh, a state where you're 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 like you're achieved your your career goals or whatever goals you want to say, just keep keep at it, man. Keep at it, but don't ever uh, give up unless you want to. Like a lot of people say, hey, don't give up. And I've seen people uh, like, oh, I'm done. I don't want to I want to give up. And then people say, hey, don't give up. Why are you giving this opportunity? At the end of the day, uh, you know, that's good that those people are encouraging them. But sometimes people who want to give up, um, they just do. And I get that part sometimes. I get it. You've tried so much. Because remember, as persons that we're encouraging them, they're always going to say, you don't know how it is. We're going through this. But that's all I say. Just don't give up on your, you know, on your dreams or on your your aspirations of uh, you know maybe achieving a better status in your career, maybe achieving a, a different career path. Um, and I get that sometimes you have you may have two jobs, and the other job is really hindering you from achieving other things at your main job. You know, and maybe that's what you think on your spare time. And then, and then, oh shit, it's time for me to leave. And then that, those thoughts are gone. Those thoughts will never reoccur until you got another spare time to go through. So there you go. I brought it all back to the spare time concept, baby. <laughs> but there you go, man. This, this is that for that segment, man. What do you do with your spare time? What do you consider is spare time? And is having a hobby spare time? I guess. I don't know. Whatever, you know, I'm just doing this. And like I said, I'm not forcing it, man. Believe me, these are just things that come off the top of my head. And, you know, I, um, and I just want to talk about it. And like I said, I'll ramble on, but then I don't want people to say, all this motherfucker does in this podcast is ramble, 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 ramble. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, man, you can do a podcast too and ramble with me or ramble about whatever you want to ramble about. And like I said, remember, things are going to turn people off and things are going to turn people on. That's the way I look at it. You know, you're going to, people are going to be like, oh, this shit's dumb. I don't want to listen to this episode. But remember, check all the other episodes out. But I understand. If you're checking this episode out at some random time, some random spot that just came up, and you want to check this episode out, I understand. Hey, this guy is not making sense. I don't want to, but check all the other episodes out. You know, like I said, we always improving. 
I think for the most part. Some people are great at first and then they decrease and decrease and decrease. And that happens. That's common. But also remember, when we started out doing things in life in general, we're not always the best or the goodest at it. Or the goodest. See, that's not even a word. (laughs) You know, we're not always the best at it. You know, we might be good, but we can always improve or we can always just get better. Always improve or get better. The same word play, but you know what it is. But there you go, guys. What would you do on your spare time? What do you do on your spare time? And do you ever think what is spare time to you? Um, there you go. This is the first segment of this new episode that's coming out. Uh, hopefully, you check out all the other episodes uh, wherever you're listening at me on. I appreciate it. And uh, on to the next segment. Hold on, y'all. Again, thank y'all for listening. And next segment coming up soon. Peace.
what's up, y'all? Rena Vincent back. Um, that was uh, Saint Vincent, the artist again, Saint Vincent, Saint Vincent off the album Saint Vincent. I think that shit was released back in 2014. Once again, uh, research not done. Bad DJing by me. I don't know the name of the song. My bad, y'all. My bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's what who it was. Thanks y'all for watching. Continue to support the podcast. Uh, segment two, or no, I guess yeah, segment two, segment three, whatever you want to call it. Stop talking production. Stop talking production. All right, <laughs> right. That's sometimes I have to tell myself that, you know. But uh, we're back. Journey with me as I journey home and have some stuff to talk about, man. I have some stuff to talk about. We're gonna go basically. We're gonna go down the road of sports. Great sports talk. Shout out to uh, um, Petros and Money uh, over here off of AM570, Fox Sports Radio, uh, Petros and Money, PMS. Uh, they're funny. That's where I get that great sports talk from, that little saying, because they have a soundboard, and uh, they press that button. Great sports talk, and I love it, man. That's, that's so entertaining to me. It's so funny. Uh, so yeah, that's what I want to do in the future. You know what's funny? Um, if you read uh, last episode that just just came out today, today uh, uh, Tuesday, when I'm recording, you know, I record randomly. I record every day sometimes. Sometimes I record uh, once a week, twice a week. Sometimes I record every day and I just save them. That's the whole thing about podcasting, why I chose to do it, um, is because it's, it's a little bit easier than visual, than doing a vlog, because a vlog, people are, you know, you're talking, uh, podcasting i understand why people podcast more is because any when you podcast can be listened to anytime anytime someone's working somebody's working out some people like people talking to them when they're working out or whatever or some you know when they're doing their job they can listen to podcasts you know it's it's more accessible than actually sit down and view something because when you still do a view a youtube chat a video um you know some people want to see what you're talking you know see what you're talking about or you know just see you talking or whatever, so I, I that's why a podcast, I, I believe a podcast is more, reaches more people, you know, to a point, so and then, then I, said, I said, why not, you know, with a podcast, I can do longer, uh, longer things, because I know with YouTube, um, talking a lot in your video, and if you don't got no visuals, and if you don't got that constant, uh, reliable fan base there, people are going to get bored, you know, people are going to click off of you. People are going to be like, I don't want to watch this, you know, and then they don't want to watch all the other videos you do. So that's just my opinion about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to go down. So that's why every time I say great sports talk and I have that weird voice to it because I'm mimicking that soundboard uh, from Petros and Money. They probably not the first ones to use it or maybe they are, maybe they're not. But that's where I get it from. So I got to send shout outs to the people who inspire me, you know what I mean, or where I get the inspiration from. But we're going to go into some sports right now. As you know, um, we're going to talk some baseball, man. We're going to talk some baseball. For me, I'm a baseball fan. I love I basically, I love, I love sports. I do love it. But I love it. I want to ask y'all how – no, no, that's a different time. A different time. A different time. We'll talk about that a different time. My bad. You know, see, there you go. My random rambling or my random ranting and raving. I will go off on a tangent. Sorry, guys. I am driving. So if you hear the bumps in the road, I do apologize. Um, if it does sound like I'm far away, I'm using my car's Bluetooth system to record this podcast. You know, it's pretty cool, but it kind of leaves you like, it kind of sounds like I'm far away. 
you know, talking. So that's why I kind of have to talk a little extra louder for me. Um, but it's all good. Um, but I wanted to go to, um, I love sports. I'm a sports fanatic, but not that crazy about it. What I mean is I'm not going to bore you of, oh, Chris, sports, 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 sports all day, every day. Hell yeah, all sports. Shout out to the Bart, Bart Wrinkler Show on WSSP, uh, 12.50 a.m., Milwaukee, what's up? Uh, you know, hell yeah, all sports. All sports, hell yeah. <laughs> Ryan Orvout, shout out to them too. That's where I get that from. Uh, like I said, I got to give the shout outs to the people, you know. Um, I love sports, but I'm not going to be all crazy because I know um, what sports, sports is sports, man. It's, it's, it is entertainment too as well, but these guys who are athletic, athletically gifted or have trained to get to the status they are, you know, because you got to give it to them too. A lot of these guys do train, exercise, discipline their bodies to uh, order to maintain and perform at the highest peaks they can, you know. So, um, shout out to them for that. Um, also, uh, but I know it's not every day, man. Like, you know, if this, the world ended, would, you know, who would care about the guy who scored 50 points in the game yesterday for my team? You know what I mean? Unless he's going to give me food and shelter or something, you know. So it's like a mixed bag. So I know, but I love sports, love talking about it. And uh, But I know there's bigger and better, bigger and crazier things going on in the world. But, you know, that's how that's what I use. I love sports, and so I love talking about it, and that's where we're going to go for it, you know. Sometimes I try to compare sports to everyday life, and sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. But we'll go through that every time we talk about sports. But I want to go down this baseball route. Uh, route. Um, again, it is, uh, what, April, April? It's May 18th as of, as of right now, May 18th, 2011. And as you know, um, baseball has these unwritten rules. I know it's kind of stupid. It's like, how are you going to follow rules that are unwritten? It, but to me, I get it. When you break down unwritten rules, it's just more of a, uh, it's like a tradition of storytelling. So it's like when, you know, Native American tribe, I mean, yeah, Native American tribes uh, or Native tribes or whatever you want to say, like tribe people um, have an oral history and they pass it down to generation to generation. It's not really written down. Some people try to write it down, but then they get shunned upon saying, don't be writing it down. These are unwritten. This is, you know, the word of, you know, whatever works. So when I hear unwritten rules of baseball, um, I laugh. But then I say, I understand, you know, don't don't step on the foul the foul line, the chalk, and don't uh, stuff like that. Guys, believe you know, you're not supposed to uh, you're not supposed to hit a home run when your team is up, or try to hit a home run. You're not supposed to to you know all these dumb rules, you know. Or if you hit a home run, you're not supposed to celebrate or bat flip or you know a lot of these rules. I get it. Some of these rules are just put there, just you know, to, to police the game in a way. But then, you know, oh, if you hit our guy, we're going to hit your guy too. Or if your guy hits a home run and he shows off too much, he shows off the pit, like he shows, he up shows the pitcher or whatever. Uh, the pitcher gets to hit him. All this bullshit. But we can't fight, though. You know, the pitcher throws a ball at you. You can't fight, but, you know, no fighting. Because you see these guys, and there is some fights that go on. There's some punches that get thrown. But you see these, these this, this crap that you see on uh, TV. I mean, they're not fighters. I get that. You know, they might train on the, you know, 
that's what they do. Like baseball players might train how to fight, like on the, you know, off off the field and stuff. But they're not fighters. You don't need to do that shit. But you know, it's a lot of like talking and you know, and a pitcher throws a ball at a guy and hits him on purpose and all that. And you know, but these are the unwritten rules of baseball. So you say, just look it up, and there'll be there's probably a list that someone has written down just to try to clarify to help people understand what the fuck uh, unwritten rules of baseball are. And to me, um, and this happened last year as well, last season, Fernando Tatis and the San Diego, or the Slam Diego Padres, um, what they did was, uh, Fernando Tatis, right, he was up, the team was winning double-digit lead against the Texas Rangers. And Fernando Tatis, the bases were loaded, and Fernando Tatis swung away, I guess, on a, a, a full count or like a, you know, a count. And he hit a grand slam or he hit a home run. And his manager gave him a look saying, why did you do that for? His GM, the general manager of the team, gave him a look saying, why did you do that, you know. And they made him apologize. They made him apologize the next day or whatever saying, I'm sorry, I hit a home run. Uh, I broke the unwritten rules of baseball, which is a fucking bullshit. And 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 then the gen the, the the one that made me mad the most, the fucking general manager, the bitch ass general manager of a baseball team, who you pay, your ass gets paid by the performance of your team. Your ass gets paid or evaluated by the performance of guys that you sign or that you pick up in trades or and all that. And you're telling your guy. I get passionate about it because I was passionate about it. Oh, you're not supposed to be do that good. How about you tell the other team, hey, other team, thanks for quitting on us by putting in a position player or putting in a shitty pitcher. Thanks for quitting because we know we beat the shit out of you. But, you know, uh, I'm going to go ahead and strike out now. Or I'm going to go ahead and take that. No. No. You, If you hit the ball, you hit the ball. If it goes out of the park, it goes out of the park. This is the shit that I'm talking about, you know. And I get it. You know, I've been on, I, I coach football. I coach high school football one year. I did it. You know, it was a dream come true for me. I was more of an intern basis, internship position. So I, the only thing I regret coaching uh, football for the high school I went to play football with. So that was cool, too. I coached uh, in the summer. I coached with, uh, you know, during the spring, I coached with the varsity and JV. And then during the summer into the fall, I was on the freshman uh, coaching staff, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. I just wish I was more vocal, but, you know, the reason why I bring that up is because I was on our last game against one of our uh, crosstown rivals. We got our ass beat 58-0, to 58-0. I didn't give a fuck. They ran up the score on us. I mean, it pissed me off, of course, but that's the way it is. If you can't put the Band-Aid on, what I mean is if you can't stop the bleeding, that's just the way it goes. That's life. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I don't get. And I get you want to treat compassion. You want to be good sportsmen. You don't want to rub it in. Not rubbing it. To me, rubbing it in is when you hit a home run and you say, fuck you. Or you uh, you score a bunch of touchdowns and you say, fuck you, bitch. Or, you know, or you know, rubbing it in is, it's, it just depends on who you are. But, you know what I mean? That's that's the way I look at it. And they weren't rubbing it in. They, just beat, they beat us. And, you know, they had the, the, the taste in their mouth. They loved it, you know, because they're being the rival. So, 
Uh, and um, my bag with the silence, guys. You know, I'm on the freeway right now. And um, they closed like three lanes of the freeway. It's a little bit late. So, you know, that's what happens. You're journeying with me, guys. You're on the road with me. I apologize. So, you know, and to me, I, I have a mixed bag about this. And so that's why I, I, I experienced it in a competition. It's not professionally or anything like that. I wasn't a player that I remember. Um, but I experienced it. And to me, it's like, who gives a shit? We were bad. We were bad. Stop being a little bitch about it. And I know there's going to be probably people like turned off with the bad language. But I use bad language, baby. That's everyday life. Um, so I bring you back to baseball and the unwritten rules. And Fernando Tatis had to apologize. To me, that was ridiculous. And the fact that the general manager was disappointed in him and the, the you know, the, the the coach or the manager of the team uh, was disappointed too. I was like, come on, please, guys. Shut the shut up with this. You guys performing, you, you know, it's funny how we get mad at guys or, or players. It could be a guy or girl in a sport saying, oh, you, you're doing too good. You need to stop. You're doing too good. You need to stop. And I get what sportsmanship is. Like I said, if you're just scoring and you're just keeping your mouth shut, doing your thing, but you're scoring, I ain't mad at you. But if you're scoring and running your mouth, it depends. You know, it depends what's the history around it. What's what's that What's that about, you know? That's the way I look at it. You know, what's the history around this? But if you're just a cocky-ass player, all right, I get why people are going to be annoyed by you. But it is what it is. Stop them. Stop them. And the Texas, the, the uh, Texas Rangers... Couldn't do shit to stop the, the uh, Fernando Tatis. He just took the swing because the pitch was there. And you're telling a guy, oh, you're telling a guy in a production-based game, how you get paid is how you produce on the field, defensively and offensively, not to take that swing when you see that ball. Have a little sportsmanship, man. Have a little respect for your, your fellow player. Your fellow player over there is having a bad day. And the reason why I say fellow player, because remember, Major League Baseball players are uh, in the same players' union. They might be playing on different teams, but they're all part of the same players' union. So in a way, they're all on the same team in a way, you know, but they're on different teams. That's the way I look at it, so that's why I say that. But to me, it's like, that's just the way it goes, baby. That's the way it goes. In the real world, that's why sports can't compare to the real world sometimes. In certain instances. In certain instances. Sports does teach you how to act in the real world sometimes. It gives you life lessons. It does. But in the real world, you need to understand that there's going to be times where they're not going to stop. It's not going to stop. The pounding's going to keep going and keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. And keep coming all day, every day. And you want it to stop, but it's not. And that's the way it goes. And so to me, the, the audacity they had is, oh, you better apologize. You're a young player. You know what you're doing. You should have took that hack at that ball. Uh, you, get out of here with that crap, man. Get out of here with that crap. Please, stop. And then, uh, you know, get out of here. And so that's what happened with Fernando Tatis. I was upset about that. I didn't get vocal. I didn't have a podcast at the time, so I didn't make a vocalization, so I had to get that off my chest. The fact that the general manager got mad, too. Like, please, shut the fuck up, guys. You know? Please. Next. What happened today, uh, I think it happened yesterday's game, so May 17th, 
2011, the Chicago White Sox were beating down, beating down the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins, um, I think it was like 15 to 1 or something like that. And um, Mercedes, I forgot his name. I think it's your 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 Aro, your your Gairo. Um, Mercedes, man. I know this guy because he when the the Angels opened up their um, uh, 2021 baseball season, they played against. They had a series against the White Sox, and he Mercedes had a, a, a hit streak, man. He he couldn't get out. I think he went like five for five or four for four the first game and all that. And um, so that's how I remember him from a rookie. So I guess quote unquote he's a younger guy. And remember, the manager of the White Sox, he's the older guy. He's in his 80s or late 70s, my bad. Tony La Russa, World Series champion, you know, has experience both in the American League and in the, the National League. So Mercedes uh, was up, I think it was a ninth inning as well. I think it was a ninth inning. So I guess that makes it worse. And so the Minnesota Twins put in their backup catcher as the pitcher. And what do you know? This guy was throwing throwing meatballs out there. Basically, he was throwing slow 47, 49 miles per hour balls up in, up in the strike zone or up and away. And um, it was, the, the count was three. Oh, so I had three balls, no strikes. So a uh, good sportsman or the unwritten rule of baseball, quote, unquote, unwritten rule, um, says that you, if your team is beating down a team, or you're up real bad, like 15 to 1, you're supposed to take. You're not supposed to swing. So Mercedes, the batter for the White Sox, saw the pitch, and it was a real, it was a meatball. What, what I mean, it was, it was in like up, up in the middle of the strike zone, and it was going slow. So Mercedes just hacked that shit. He just hit it. Just like what you would do, at, you know, say uh, your little brother or your little your son is pitching you an underhand ball, and you see it, you see it, it's the ball so slow that you, your eye catches it and you smack it out of the park backyard. That's what Mercedes did. He smacked it out of the, he, he hit a home run. And next thing you know, um, Tony La Russa, uh, after the game, Tony La Russa, said that he was disappointed in, in, in his player, Mercedes. He said Mercedes made a mistake. He knows he's made a mistake, and there's consequences he's going to face with the family, you know. And to me, when he, when you say that shit, going back to the unwritten rule, because remember, Toyo Russo is a younger guy. He's, a, he's an older older manager, so he's, he's about that shit. You know, he started managing in the 70s, I think. And um, he, the way he said it, basically, is like, you know, and that made me mad, man. I was like, really? Again, pitchers, team, managers, on the other guy, if your team's getting your ass beat because you guys are having a bad day, find a way to get out. Or, you know what, why don't you go to the Empire and say, can we forfeit the game now, you know? And this is the funny thing, because the older generation, no offense, I don't, I'm not trying to put, you know, people in boxes saying, oh, if you're a certain age, you're the older generation, so it's you who are complaining. Or the traditionalists of the unwritten rule, or the lovers of the unwritten rule, are the same, almost the same type of guy saying that, oh, baseball's for snowflakes. Oh, baseball's for wussies now. Or oh, everyone's a prima donna. Or everyone's a, 
a, a diva, but like people, you know, they don't, they can't handle the way baseball was, or they can't handle this and that. Are the same people who are saying, "Oh, don't be smacking balls out of the park and doing backflips. Don't be doing that. That's so disrespectful to the game." Oh, oh, please, get the fuck out of here with that. You know. And the reason why I get so passionate about it is because then later, after Tony Rulusa made that statement, this is the manager. Basically, this is your manager telling you, oh, you went above and beyond your job. You, you did too much. You did too much. You know, and see, but that's why you can't compare professional sports to everyday life. You can't do it. You can't. And, um. So Tony Russo, the next day, you know, again, this is your boss. So you believe that he has it back, right? He's your manager. You guys may, may not see eye to eye, to eye at many times, or you may have disagreements. But again, this is your manager telling you this. And um, basically telling you, oh, the next the next game, the next game happens. The, uh, the White Sox are playing against the Twins again. The White Sox, I guess, were up. As I heard, this is what I heard from a, a radio report. The White Sox were up, I think seven to two or seven to four or seven to one, but they were winning. It was in the fourth inning, and the pitcher of the Twins threw behind Mercedes, who hit the home run the game before when he wasn't supposed to. Um, and you know what the manager from the other from Tony Larusa said. He said he was seeing nothing suspicious or wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, and so you kind of think about it. I know in a way it's kind of reaching. And it's kind of be, oh, you, maybe, you know, Arena Vincent, maybe you need to calm down. Maybe you just he just feels like there's nothing wrong. He thinks that they weren't really throwing at his guy. But in a way, it's ridiculous how some people still think this way, man. Um, that, But I get it. I get it. If you're an old school guy. Or you have these set rules that these moral, or how do I want to say moral, or principles, these set principles that you want to live by. And so you want to tell that, ingrain that into your younger team, saying, hey, these are principles we're going to live by. If we're up by 10 runs or more, you better not try no more. So if we're up by 10 runs in the first inning, we're up 10 0. Uh, the, next few, the next few times you go up to bat, don't, uh, don't try to get hits. Don't try to hit home runs. Just uh, try to just play pepper with the ball or uh, just uh, smack the ball lightly. Come on, Tony La Russa. And then the fact that he didn't really, it sounded like he didn't have his players back. Like he wasn't out there to defend. Even the umpires, the umpires of the game, when the Minnesota Twins pitcher threw behind Mercedes, the umpires stopped the game to talk about it. They wanted to make sure, hey, should we throw this pitcher out? Should we give the both sides a warning? Tony Russo didn't even go out there. Because you know why Tony Russo didn't go out there? This is just me now, me thinking. Tony Russo didn't go out there because he didn't give a shit. Because he knew there's certain rules in baseball and a Mercedes has to understand. You have to learn. That's why he did it. And to me, it's like, come on, man. All this unwritten rules bullshit. I get it. I don't like it sometimes. I think it's ridiculous. And stop discouraging players. You know, 
Hey, what's up, Lance Arena Vincent? We're back. Um, had some technical difficulties. Um, let me finish what I was talking about. At the end of the baseball segment, I just said, let the damn, stop telling players, basically, to stop being good at their job. You know? And I understand the whole unwritten rules of baseball. I just think they're kind of, um, I'm not going to say outdated, because, you know, everybody's going to do that. Everybody's going to say that. To me, I just look at it just pick and choose sometimes. I do get passionate about it. You know, I was, it angers me when a manager, a coach, you know, is trying to tell a, a, a fellow adult to, um, you should play the game this way, or you should play the game that way. You know, it's like we all want robots. We want robots to play the game, basically. We want them to all be a certain way, play the game a certain way, and that's that. You know, but you take out the personality, then it's just boring robots. And see what robots are going to beat which, you know, which robots in every given day. You know, you add the personality to the players, that's what makes them likable. That's what makes them not likable. You know, and that's what also makes them, you know, marketable for people. You know, fan favorites, people remember. And, of course, there's the bad parts, too. Sometimes we wish a player didn't do that or act that way. Or we wish a player would act differently because then we'll like them more. Or, like, you know. So that's what I meant at the end when I uh, turned off my car and turned my Bluetooth off. <laughs> I, it cut me off. I said, stop telling young good players stop telling players not to be good you know and um i know a trevor bauer uh the dodgers you know all-star pitcher now you know he he's uh, you like him you hate him sometimes he says some dumb stuff or some stuff that kind of if he's not on your squad you don't like him um but he just kept it real he said be better be better um, you know, he did have a tweet, I don't know word for word, but to me it just meant, do your job better, man. That's all it meant. And some people are not going to like that, because like I said, a manager is managing players. And when he knows his team's got his ass beat, you know, when you just throw in the white flag, you're not going to waste your pitchers. You know what you're going to do? You're going to put the old position player out there to pitch, because you're not going to waste your pitchers. But that's what happens. When you put in a cheaper version of a, you know... Or a, a, a position player to pitch, he's not going to throw all the cool, crazy pitches. He's not. He might not get, you know, strikeouts. What you have to do is, you know, manage it and then let the band-aid cover up the bleeding, you know. So that's what I meant by, you know, that. and I was so passionate because, you know, Tony La Russa is an old-school manager and the whole unwritten rules of baseball, pick and choose them, please. But please stop telling uh, people, stop hitting home runs. You know, uh, and right now as we record it, then uh, Seattle Mariners got no hit again, second time this season, and I think that puts the no hitters up to six or five or or somebody was saying eight or seven already. So I think the you know the baseball what what baseball is doing to the baseball, um, how they wanted to deaden it. I think it's obviously working, man. It's obviously working. Um, 
So, but congratulations to any pitcher who gets a no hitter. I don't care if the ball is has been deaded or what they mean is, you know, supposedly they raise the seams on the balls, so it takes a few, uh, uh, takes a little bit. It takes more to hit it out the park now, supposedly, or you know, whatever they did to the base baseball, you know. Um, as you can see, pitchers are no hitting people. So when a batter has a chance. To smack one ball out the park, I don't care if it's off his own grandma, I don't care if it's off his brother, I don't care if it's off his uncle, I don't care if it's off the old man down the street. If you put that person on that mound, you know that's going to happen. And I don't care if it's, you know, the next pitcher, the next pitch is going to be a ball, but if it's in your wheelhouse, go ahead and take a swing. Go ahead and take a swing at it, man. Hit them home runs, because people love home runs, man. I don't care. Get a hit. Get a triple. It doesn't bother me. And um, that's my whole take on that part. I just didn't like the fact Tony La Russa was not really supporting his player. Um, but I get the whole old-timer rule. Hey, man, you should just keep it real. You can just say, hey, you broke that unwritten rule. They might come at you. And if they do, I'll get your back. But I understand why you did it. You you got to tell your players that. You got to... You know, I mean, in the media here, you might not say anything in the media. Um, you might not mention it. Maybe he did talk to his players. So his players know the way he truly feels. He just got to stay face for all his uh, older cats out there. But I don't, Tony La Russa doesn't seem like that type of guy. It seems, it seems like that guy, he speaks his mind and he's not going to play those, you know, say one thing, but behind closed doors he means another. I don't know, he could be. He's an alcoholic anyway. <laughs> Man, but I just didn't like the fact that uh, another manager came out and spoke out against his his player for doing something good, you know. But when they strike out, they go, "Oh, we just had a bad day" and all that. Nah, man, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to congratulate your player and say, "Hey, man, he hit the home run. It's his choice. It's his choice. That's all he could have said." But you know, old school guys gonna be old school guys. Sometimes you can't you can't change your mind, and then sometimes. You notice some players, they were a certain way when they played, but they actually either lightened up when they retired. They'd be they're a completely different person when they retired because maybe they realized, you know, life is not all about whatever they were all about at that time. So, you know, but for the unwritten rules of baseball, like I was saying, trying to fit, finish up this segment, um, it is what it is. Uh, I think it's silly sometimes. But uh, what are you going to do about it? You know, especially it's a tradition that's going to keep going on and on in baseball. And and that's about it, man. Uh, as long as you're not hurting people, like throwing balls at people. Like to me, if, if somebody hits somebody on purpose and you know it's on purpose, do what you got to do. But at the end of the day, if you really want to outshine a pitcher or you really want to um, outshine a batter, if the batter, you know, hit a home run off you and you don't like the way he uh, he uh, went about it, strike that motherfucker out. Don't hit him. Hit him, you just put him on the ball. You put him on the... And if you hit him and you hit him hard and you hurt him, you know, they're always going to go back to that in your career saying, man, what happens if so-and-so didn't get hit by you and what his career could have been? Or, you know, vice versa, if you really do hurt somebody that bad. But... Um, but that's my rant on the unwritten rules of baseball type of thing. The home runs, 
hitting home runs and your team is up by 10. Do it, man. You know, because you ain't never going to get that chance again. What if that guy dies the next day? You know, knock on wood, if whatever you want to believe in, God, for, for <laughs> God, uh, you know, make that not happen. But, you know, what happens if he does that? Or what happens if something happens to him where he ends his career and he never got a chance to hit another home run again? You know, that's being real dramatic, taking it off the deep end, but that's something you got to consider, too. And what happens if it was, you know, so I can go on and on and on. But I just wanted to end it like that because I know I got cut off in the last segment. Stop telling good players. Or stop telling good players. Telling them stop telling good players to stop being good at their job. And if you're gonna put a position if you're gonna put a position player out there, once again one more time, expect that's gonna happen, man. And don't get mad about it. Jeez, my gosh. You know, it's it's funny. It's like the older cats get mad about every every little thing, but then get mad when people complain about little things. You complain about little things too, man. It's like, like Jesus. But, you know, it's not an age thing. It's probably people my age. I'm about 32, going to be 33, that complain about it too. They might not like it, but save it, man. Save it. You know, to me, at the end of the day, it's about winning. And if you're already winning, do what you got to do. Put in the, put in, uh, you know what you should do? You should bench them and put in all the, if you really, if it was really about sportsmanship, you know what you do? You bench all the starters and start putting in all your bench guys. Then there you go. Okay, Tony La Russa, that's what you should have did. As soon as you knew you were up by 10 and it's already past the 7th inning or the 6th inning, Start putting all your bench guys in. Take give give all your starters a rest. Then that would be good sportsmanship. You give everybody a playing chance. You know, how about that concept? But um, like I said, I can go on and on about it. But I just want to let you know that's the end of this episode. Um, first segment. What was it again? What do you do on your spare time? What do you consider spare time? Played another musical track from Saint Vincent off the of Saint Vincent album. Um, you know, like I said, the correlation, Arena Vincent, St. Vincent, so I was like, why not, and then, uh, baseball, my baseball rant and rave, the unwritten rules of baseball, you know, Tony La Russa acting like a fool on his own teammate, I mean, on his own player, please, but it is what it is, um, like always, thank you for exploring the arena we call life with your homie, Arena Vincent, you know, to reach me, I also on Twitter, I do have a Twitter. I don't use it a lot, but I am on on Twitter at the Arena Vincent on Twitter, and um, Snapchat is Arena Vincent, and on Instagram it's Vice and Monster. Go ahead and share the podcast with your friends. Play it, share it, and uh, until next time, take care. Peace.